0: This show is part of the Head Stuff Podcast Network. My name is Keen and I am your favorite podcast bulldog with a little too much blush. Welcome to Sissy That Pod, your favorite RuPaul's reaction podcast. Today I am writing solo Chris is having a well of a time at London Pride but I'm joined by the brilliant Shane Danmer and the two of us get into talking about this week's roast of Carson Cressley. It was a pretty high standard roast in an overall good episode so let's not beat around the bush and get into it. Shane Danburn, thanks for popping back on the podcast. It's a roast, so I couldn't wait to get into it with you. But first, are you feeling the same sort of ambivalence towards All Stars 8 as the fandom are?
1: Are they? Because I was I was enjoying it for quite a few weeks and I was like, this is good. And we were saying, oh, this is good. Like we we're enjoying it. It was kind of, they seem to know each other. They seem to have connections and relationships. And I think that helps All Stars if there's actually a bit of history. They have relationships with each other. Yeah, history and stuff. But then, kind of since Heidi left, I'm kind of going, oh, there was one real clangor of an episode as well. Um, I can't remember which one, but yeah, it's I'm a the little design bit challenge.
0: Of, was the last week the design challenge?
1: It might have been the design challenge, and then that embarrassing thing at the end where, um, like my boyfriend's been staying at home. He's like, "And the Fame Games have a week off." It was yeah. like so embarrassing. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, I think it's gone a little it's gone a little bit. But I love lots of it. I'm enjoying it as well. There's lots of it. I'm I love Jimbo in there and, and I like finally we get a proper go of Jimbo, I feel. her time's a charm. And um yeah, I like lots of it. But are they are people kind of bored of it and think it's kind of a bit I think
0: basic? so I think I think for people it's the format that's not working for them because like And I also think there's maybe a long shadow of All-Star 7 and just the quality of drag that was in that with the all-winner season. But, like, I think the best thing about this season has been the ensemble performances. Like, I think they did a really good musical. I think they actually had one of the best acting challenges. That sort of SNL skit was quite fun for an improv challenge. Like, they actually work really well as a group. It's just sometimes, like, I just feel individually... Like, I was reflecting on this today, like, I wonder, because there were so many kind of early outs or whatever in the cast, it kind of left the kind of four we have, the five we have remaining now and Heidi to do a lot of the heavy lifting, because not all of them were great. Like, Kahana was a good looks, but she never really turned it when it came to comedy, and James was kind of the opposite, so I just wonder whether the cast wasn't as strong and then i think with this format like it hasn't pre- presented much opportunity for twists or gaggery or goops or backstabbing or anything like that
1: yeah and think. then the constant reference that's stupid whatever that i don't i still don't know we're at the final i still don't know what that fame game means i'm like every week i go what is it instagram like i don't i literally haven't a clue i just i'm ignoring it completely and like i watch untucked sometimes and everything and i know i see their outfits and i'm talking like great but i don't know what you're talking about so i think that's a bit of there has been such brilliant things like the coming I mean, the time that um they had the lip sync again and again and again and again, that whole episode, like the stuff that, that that was a real worthy, exciting twist or whatever, and gaggery and goopery. But yeah, this one is not as good. I don't know, maybe it is that that cast of like these one, the ones who I left did do a lot of the. The I am still mad at Heidi, though. I'm like, every time I see her at the start of the episode, I'm like, oh, you stupid idiot. Like, <laughs> I just think that's such look I'm going It's think, like, why? I like when RuPaul stepped in and sorted it out.
0: Yeah, well, I think Ru, that was panic stations. Ru was like, we can't. <laughs> we're just like, because you said we're at the finale now. We're, we're actually not at the finale. This is another thing that stresses me out. So next week is a, is a makeover challenge, as you would have seen in the preview. Is anyone going home? Oh, next week is know. not the, fair, the end? Nope. no. Nope. Next week is a makeover challenge. Then there's the fame game extravaganza. I don't know what that is. I'm going to guess it's a talent show. I think maybe all the returning, all the eliminated are going to do a talent show, maybe because then the voting opens on July fourteenth, and then the winner is going to be on July twenty-first. Oh
1: my god! I really thought <laughs> I I came in to watch it yesterday, and I thought it was the finale yesterday. <laughs> I was like, okay, great, that's the end of it. No, oh my god! Okay, yeah, so weeks. there's so the Fame Games is a whole episode.
0: Yeah, I thought it was. <laughs> I thought it was Instagram No, I only I only know that because of Reddit. Because I I, I go on to try, you know, know how long the season's yeah. gonna be so I can book guests, etc So I just know that there's three episodes left. And I know I saw one on Reddit. It's called the Fame Game Extravaganza, that's all I saw.
1: Okay, maybe it'll game. be great. Maybe it'll be really great. I mean I yeah, know it's that, always it's the same thing. I am always the same, I'm always like, Oh my god, more drag grace stuff and then I'm glad when it's on <laughs> And then I'm like, when it's not on, I miss it. And then when it's actually on, I'm like, I'll hurry up at the end. I'm like, get it over with. I'm sick of this.
0: Because I do remember that that uh, Game Within a Game, you know, we watched, what was it, eight weeks? Nine weeks of Rue being like, you know, don't go. This game, yeah. there's a Game Within a Game and we were also fed up. And then the actual episode came and we were like, oh no, we're actually living for that. It backstory.
1: was a treat. It was really <coughs> yeah. good. Yeah, it was. No, Silky made it a treat in many ways. So that was... That was it, wasn't it? Silky on that yeah, one. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And we see her in this episode as well. So a nice callback. Um. So this week's episode, I mean, this is I think this is the closest we're going to get to any sort of backstabbing drama or anything like that. You know, and I, and I've seen a lot of fans lament about the the two winner. See era of of drag race where you had like two winners per episode and they both win and send someone home and there was like such like bend of the cram eliminating herself and then like, getting eliminated there was although sometimes it felt unjust there was still excitement around it whereas and i guess even in all stars five you had the big conspiracy of like alexis trying to get everyone to vote out shay whether that actually happened or not yeah it, it's really been Kind of tame. This I think this is the closest we're going to get to it, which was Alexis backstabbing Lala, and yeah quote unquote, you know, she chose Candy over Lala, and now Alexis has had a had a word with Candy, and they've passed notes in class, and they've formed some sort of alliance, and now Candy will ultimately stab her in the back by the end of this episode. Like this is the closest I think we're going to get to this drama. Yeah, I, was, I
1: thought the Candy's vote this week. We'll cover it later, I'm sure. But like I thought, yeah. Candy's vote was the closest thing to a bit of like, ooh. Yeah, And I was like, R- that was the right choice, no matter what she promised anyone. I was like, the right choice for the telly is to go and vote her out. Yeah, the other one.
0: Yeah, and I think to be honest, Alexis made the right choice sending home Lala because Lala was the worst that week. So I think like she did do it fair. Um, There was some discourse online about whether Alexis did the right thing. Apparently... A Reddit user shared a DM Alexa Center, so I mean it's unverifiable because they could have edited it themselves. But basically Alexis said that she sent home Lala because she quote didn't want to piss RuPaul off and that uh the format's gonna change next time for All Stars. Well
1: I mean, come on.
0: What what do we do with that? Uh- <laughs> that's
1: unsubstantiated. I refuse to speak on this. I refuse. <laughs>
0: You're probably right. Don't come in this hearsay. <laughs>
1: These are people's lives. The fandom is so toxic. You're part of it.
0: <laughs> Hi, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this week is a roast of Carson Cresley. Before we saw the episode, who did you think was going to do the best?
1: Um, let me th- oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. Who was it? I mean, I guess Jimbo, I think. Jimbo's kind of seems to be the shrewdest or the cleverest in that way. Um, I was pleasantly surprised by lots of them. Um, but I, I was rather than who I thought was going to be the best. I kind of wanted Alexis to completely bomb like last time again. I kind, <laughs> like, I don't. I think when I watched her in the in her season, I was like, God, she is a pain. Like, and now I'm kind of like, please be a pain. I love it. Yeah. I kind of love that. Absolute, like all the crying. I'm like, it's I actually love it. <laughs> like, I keep crying. I'm like, be that. Like we all have that, know that gay person. Like we was like, yeah, go ahead. Just so obsessed themselves and think she's the center of the universe. And like she was, it was wild on her own season to watch her do that stuff and be like, because I'm a threat. You guys, think I'm a threat. I was like, no, they don't care about you at all. Like that was so <laughs> fun to watch. It was like, you're the opposite. They're like, she's the easy one. No problem. She's not a problem. Um, and she thought she was the best. So I was kind of, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised with them all. I thought they all did quite well. Um, but I was kind of, I didn't predict that Jimbo would do um, in character or whatever, but I thought he would do the best. But I was thinking as they were getting ready, I was like, when you think about Jinx, Jinx has won in the last season, which was just sublime and had so many like incredible jokes. I was like, this is like, these are like B squad by comparison. And I know the others are all winners and all the rest of it, but you know anyone could win any season really like there's a few people could win each season but so like there's plenty of them who are super talented but I think how much further behind these this group are than the likes of Jinx on that I know she is the queen of all queens and all that stuff but I was like this won't be as good so you're setting yourself I was setting myself up for like yeah this will be fine
0: I totally agree with you with Alexis though back on that point like she I think she almost carved out an archetype on the show now. Cause you have had like Jan, her her drag daughter, and you've had Rose, and then you've had Lucy LaDuca, who have formed this like theatre queen, jazz hands, annoying yeah. I love myself. Um I would Rose probably the least of those those three I mentioned there. Um but I think like she kinda has created this archetype, and it's great that she's come back and she's just given us more of it. Like even last week. Her strutting around that workroom, knowing the camera was on her, her like choosing her lipstick It just like this like overacted, you know? Yeah, then, yeah, like, yeah. Hollywood glamour moment of, oh, she puts it into the box like so good.
1: She's a big cornball. She's like totally corny, totally over the top, totally melodramatic. And I enjoy watching it. I wouldn't want to spend time in, in company of one of those people. I would find that tiring <laughs> and I wouldn't be able to, like, I'd be, I'm quite a calm, chill person, but I would find that I'd be the, I'd be the candy in that situation. I'd be like, oh, not the fucking waterworks again. Like, that would be me. I would yeah. be sick of her. But I'm re- I do think it is fun to watch. And I'm like, at this point... Fifteen million episodes of Drag Race later, I'm like, yeah, just I don't care about these human beings anymore. I'm like, dance for me. Dance, dance, yes. do tricks. Come on, show me stuff. So I'm enjoying her. I'm enjoying her like that. Like, yeah, the drama, the drama she serves all the time. And they call themselves Broadway queens. I'm like, well, are you on Broadway? Like this thing they keep saying, <laughs> I'm like, well, how much theater have you done? Like, <laughs> you know, what I mean, they're all like, you know, what my background it was like, were you in the youth theater in the local youth theater? Because
0: that's not a theater background. That's just an activity you did growing up. They sing what? cabaret songs at their drag act. Like that's actually the extent of their. That the, is that it? <laughs> right. So
1: you sing all the ladies' songs. Okay, great.
0: <laughs> also, I think like, and we say it all the time on the show this season. Like Alexis is this new character she has out of drag of this like blue bald like horn dog is <laughs> just so turned on by everyone and like lala's gone and in that conversation with katya she was like but i also take a fancy to candy muse <laughs> at this point they're like, the girl, she was like she's i think beast. she's
1: beautiful I was like what where do you i don't know i imagine someone saying that about you right there someone that you're with every day
0: for a few weeks and then they're just like
1: yeah absolutely i think he's beautiful I'm like okay what do you say next flirt with him then don't fight with him
0: I feel that the queens just look at Alexis like a cat walking around on heat, just like constantly like... Yeah, but like, <laughs> it's
1: a lot like... I mean, fair play to her. She's free. She's liberated. Go for it, she's queen. She's
0: free yeah. and she's liberated 100%. Um, okay, so let's get into the runway challenge. First up was Alexis. She got to choose the running order because she won last week. She decided to put herself first seemingly because she didn't want anyone to ruin her joke I think I think she also wanted to like put herself in some bit of peril Um I don't think her act was good enough to go first but to be honest I think she actually would have suffered if she'd gone anywhere else so yeah. because everyone else was so good Uh what did you think it is
1: I think she was right to pick herself first because I, I would think that I think that's a good strategy because you can be she's not really hosting it it's not like she's the compare that she comes back in between acts but I think you could, like the roast, writing the roast stuff is can be difficult. And she clearly found it difficult. So I think what I would have used that really, I could have, I think I would have put myself first too. I know there's a temptation to go last and like close the show, whatever. But I think going first is good because you can do a big load of hosting stuff and you can talk to the audience more. And then maybe I think I'm sure they cut lots out that that goes really well. Um, who are those people who get to go in there? They always look like the most. They always look weirdos. I just feel like they look like the most boring people in the world.
0: Yeah, it does sort of feel like they've corralled them in off the street.
1: Yeah, they do feel like they're off the street. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they're like, yes, we love this. You're like, uh, long gone are the days of the epic ones of tell us a joke. Yeah. I'm still saying that, what season was that, season 6 I'm still saying, tell us a
0: joke, <laughs> us a joke.
1: and I tell you, some of the nights doing the outstand stand up, downtown Dublin city, you feel like shouting up, tell us a joke some of the night, yeah. and I think sometimes people should say it to me but anyway <laughs> but I, yeah, so I can think you would, I would have done lots of nice hosting things, and here we all are and made fun of the audience, and it was like I don't know, called them desperate or whatever just silly stuff, like I think you can do a lot of faff around it And then do a bit of your jokes from Carson, but I think she's never going to be good at this because she's because she's so melodramatic and this requires you to be a bit of a bitch. But I don't think she has the chops to turn around her, that melodrama, that Broadway queen. I don't think she has enough to turn that around into like she could have done it perfectly, kept that same, you know, American TV, Vanna White smile on her face and also done acidic cutting remarks. I think she could have done it better. Um, yeah.
0: But I no, mean, she
1: has a day or whatever, so.
0: I, I, I totally agree. Before I get into the jokes of the thing, I wanted to just loop back for a second. Can I get a score between one and ten of how good Alexis's joke about what, do you co- what happened? Oh, I can't deliver it now. The elephant with the three blue shoes and the one green shoe.
1: Oh, my God. Zero. <laughs> I got it, right? I understood the, about the blue and yellow together. What was the I delivery
0: understand- again? so what do you call an elephant with three blue shoes and one green shoe. Is that was that the setup? It wasn't to it? what you
1: call him. It was like why did the elephant have three green shoes and one or three blue shoes and one green one
0: green shoe cuz he pissed himself.
1: If he didn't lift his leg when peeing it was like oh yeah. Oh, right.
0: Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> why don't you just say
1: three white shoes and one yellow? But also <laughs> you don't need to do Oh, when you mix yeah. <laughs> or three dry feet and one wet. I yeah, mean... <laughs> elephant doesn't need to wear shoes. But also, what's the...
0: Why an elephant and not a dog? Shoes. Elephants
1: don't wear shoes. Like, what do you... Did she write the joke and then was pleased with it? I've never heard about it. You know the way sometimes someone tells a version of a joke that they got wrong? I've never heard of that. I mean... Zero out of ten for that. Top so <laughs> zero out of ten.
0: Stood there, so smug, as if it was some sort of like intellectual joke. Yeah, highbrow. Yeah, Tolstoy. Yeah. And it was like, no, it's a bit of a thinker, actually, guys. <laughs> she thought she was
1: Oscar Wilde, like presenting a bit of wit. It was like she could have she handled herself well in the 1800s <laughs> on the royal scene with that, such, such intelligent whippery.
0: And I think that such intelligent whippery was in play in her stand-up that kind of didn't fall. Like, you know, Carson is from... Philadelphia, where people cross the border to buy fireworks, <laughs> unnecessary facts there. But you're still the biggest flamer in the state. Like, it's <laughs> it's just like, why are you trying to throw in a bit of trivia into your, your stand-up set when it's not required?
1: If it's too, if you have to go too far to wedge in the next reference, then just let it go. You have <laughs> yeah, to let Pennsylvania, it go. Yeah. Like, you want still the biggest flamer. Okay, yeah. Like, call Carson Cressley really gay. Call him the biggest bottom in the world. All that stuff. Great. Go for it. Chuck, chuck it on but like if you have to go round the houses to squeeze in a reference to like people cross the border to, but like oh my goodness just let it go let it go uh,
0: also when i think of pennsylvania i guess you know i'm not american i just think of the amish so like I, my my touch point for pennsylvania is not or taylor swift is in pennsylvania is you know or maybe she's from tennessee uh like it's not illicit fireworks like that must be a famous pennsylvanian things that must be relatively low on the list I think. yeah i don't
1: know i don't know what i really don't know what you're talking about yeah <laughs> i don't, <know>. I, <laughs> I I, I one don't line follow well, sorry sweetheart i don't follow <laughs>
0: one one line i did like was the only thing that scandalo about you, about this would be if you won. like i think that was like a, a concise joke there that was kind of clear and, and like tied back to jessica wild's brand i also then think she missed a beat with like jimbo the only thing bigger than your tits are your ears so again, is that something that we've established that Jimbo has big ears?
1: Yeah, I don't know. She could have done ego. She could have done, but she then she did Keith I don't candy's
0: know. Candy's ego, so that it was yeah. Oh I yeah. I think she got two good jokes in a row with the you know. Then you hosted how to look good naked, and you don't, and then. Then you hosted Rap Battle. Girl, these credits, you don't have to say yes to everything. Like, I think that, that was kind of too... They're good, funny, good, but too
1: too I kind of would love to have... I'd love to have practiced them with it or something. I thought they were yeah, funny jokes, sense. but I was like, we could do a little bit better in how they're delivered.
0: I was thinking, how, you know, then you hosted How to Look Good Naked, a skill you never mastered. Yeah. Is better than you don't. I've Perfect. Uh, kind of works better and then the team grades anyway, so yeah I like I think it was good like in a, if there was more people like if this if she had done this version of a set in season 9 she would have been safe
1: for yeah, sure yeah yeah
0: Um. now Jessica was up next and I would love to hear your thoughts on this because I actually laughed the most at Jessica's <clears throat> and I can understand like why she mu- like I think Ultawea Jimbo did deserve to win because they did something more difficult but like I could see why Jessica's was supposed to be or could have gone badly because she's there and she's reading it and it's kind of a stilted delivery and there's like difficulties with the English. But I actually think that all made it better.
1: I think it was that I really was allowing and I feel like the show normally the show would be a bit crueler on the on the English thing. I think she had to read a bit because it's hard to write things and learn them. And I get it. She speaks English fine, but it's obviously stressful. But I thought she, her jokes were really funny, and I thought she had really clever jokes. And I thought it was the first time that the show has caught up with like not going. Sometimes they've done that shade rattlings or not shade rattle the the crickets for people when it's like clearly there's a language situation going on. Like if you think back to like the how Linacia Sparks and stuff was treated over the years, they've edited to make it look like what is she doing up there? She's crazy when actually they're just speaking a second language. But I, I really loved, I thought she absolutely, uh, we're big Jessica Wilde fans in our house um, and we were hoping for the win. So but it was a bit, We I didn't think it was going to get there because I knew that Jimbo was coming, but it was kind of, it did, it lacked a little bit of something, um, maybe confidence, maybe just backing herself a little bit on this. But I thought the jokes were really funny and I thought it was, I thought it was good to see the show, just allow her the time to read it without going, without shading her.
0: Yeah, it's almost like because she was reading it and she was kind of slow in her delivery, it kind of made us lean into it. So then when we got the joke, it kind of felt funnier.
1: But they were funny. That's the thing. It wasn't like, you know, when sometimes remember Blair St. Clair was reading and it was humiliating and she had to keep moving and things was like it's a pathetic Broadway queen. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but like that was awful to watch. Whereas actually then she whereas Jessica Wilde had jokes like had funny jokes. Like I laughed out loud. I, I don't, I'm a seldom laugh out louder, but I laughed out loud at What's, what, oh, I'm going to forget. She did the one about, oh, uniqueness. Um, Unique because nobody wants to look like you. Like I, yeah. thought, <laughs> I thought that was absolutely brilliant. And it was, the delivery of it was excellent. I thought Nerf she really brought because it.
0: Because you had the nerve to go on dancing with the stars. Yeah. I think
1: she could have done that me. a bit better. She was, that was twice. I thought that was fumbled a bit, two times. Um, in the rehearsal yeah, as well. But
0: when I, I that's a, and then I watched it again, and I think she, yeah, no, she did double joke. But I think she set it up one time so that the because ner- you hear her in the in the walkthrough say nerve because you went on dancing concert and you couldn't dance. So I think she she cut that bit down, but then she brought up her to call yeah, back to her. Think dancer, it a yeah,
1: of- among them being a dancer. I thought Michelle. Visage, side note here, Michelle Visage was doing much more. Um, I'm such good crack performance for herself she was like oh yes she was answering them all back and stuff which she doesn't normally do she normally sometimes she takes
0: it yeah like you know yeah more cunty
1: oh yeah sometimes the decision to be like what and she won't take the joke but i think this time she was working really hard on being look how much fun i am i'm such a legend yeah 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 i think anyway she was serving too much for me
0: i don't know if it was the edit as well like i don't know if they generally just turned off the judges microphones for alexis or not but like you didn't hear the judges laugh once for alexis really and then George is like Is this Rue's most maniacal laugh to date Like it was insane Like as he developed asthma It was like bonkersly maniacal This laugh and it was you know So I'm not going to say over the top Like he was really enjoying it but it was, then it was Just pure silence for Alexis. so I don't know whether That was the edit or not I'd say um, so No I thought Jessica had some really good lines in there as well Like I think you know <clears throat> I think also she ended the best I think that, you know, the the peak end rule that, you know, how you feel right at the end of a performance makes you look back on it more fondly. Like, I think her line, Carson, I love you. I've never really watched any of your stuff, but as soon as I get out of here, I'm not going to watch it either. Like, I think, like, that was the best end joke of the four of them. Yeah. Which I think makes you remember her better. Candy, then. So Candy won her stand-up challenge in season 13. So high expectations. I... Don't think she was as good as she was in season 13. I think, you know, that it's a difficult thing to do because she's kind of used a lot of her jokes already. Like she had some really good jokes in season 13. Yeah. Um, The best joke here, I think, was, Carson, you and I have a lot in common. I love ketamine and you're an equestrian. I think that's a very good joke.
1: I think it's backwards, though. I found it I found it hard to watch. I feel like Right. It you're have an equestrian have so and I love much in, so much in common. You are an equestrian, you love horses, and I love ketamine. I I think I I don't know. I'd think I would have just done it backwards. Um equestrian and ketamine do sound fun together, so there's lots of fun stuff in there. But I don't know why I feel so strongly about that. Maybe it's just out of my voice, whatever, but I just was like, that's backwards. Like ketamine is the funny thing.
0: Yeah, you're right. No, you're you're so right. When you say that, ketamine's the punchline.
1: Yeah, I would think so. I would think so. But then she yeah. has to do it her own way. But that is, it was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I also liked to see her. She did a bit of when what? Remember they were like, ooh,
0: yeah. Um, what was that, Jimbo? I don't know if I wrote down the line, but yeah. And she goes, it's it's a roast, bitch. And she kind yeah, of she's like, like, like oh, I, oh, off ooh, guard.
1: it's a roast. I thought that was good though. I it was nice to see something a bit more like. Sometimes the TV show wants us to see this Like beautiful polish Whereas actually an audience doesn't want to see that in real life They like a bit of banter or whatever So I think that was good to see You forget that these Unless you're going to see them You forget that these are girls who are working every week in clubs And doing shows And that they work with audiences Rather than just coming out on this show And doing like make my dress and say my stupid lines and do the fart joke in the, you know, in the TV show, whatever you forget that they're actually live performers is actually what they're doing most of the week. And um, so it was nice to see Candy be like present with an audience and be like, yeah, OK, because it actually just helps a lot. I think that was really it helped her set a lot. And I think if she hadn't been able to come back like that, then it would have been like mer- at the mercy of the show to turn her into like Oh, she lost the audience. You know what I mean. But because she was able to take the reins back, oh, there's a horse pun. Reins. <laughs> she was able to take the take control. She was able of to
0: tra- stamp all over the competition.
1: Yes, yeah, she was galloping, and you know, it was as plain, uh, you know, whatever. I uh, never mind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she was a young buck, and she. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember anymore. Um, yeah, no, I, I totally see what you're saying as well. I, you know, I think. She like there was the joke, and I I really watched before I listened to this, and maybe I misunderstood her because of prediction. But uh, she was like Michelle Visage is such is such a star. I can't. I thought she said I can't wait for Alexa to recognize one of her hits. But, but then I think she said I can't wait for me to be able to recognize one of her hits. Whatever she said, I can't wait to recognize one of her hits. Something like that.
1: Yeah, um, I didn't really get that one either. I was like, "What do you mean?" I felt like, I saying, what do- like
0: no one knows her music. I think is the joke there. At one point, I think it's onto Candy thinks if there was just a bottom two, it would have been her who was safe. Do you agree with that?
1: Safe between Jessica and Candy. No, I'm gonna say I think Candy would have lost to Jessica. I think. I agree. I agree. Um I think and I think if there was like a clapometer or a vote in a room if they were in a club, I think Jessica would have won. I think it, it, it's all about the overall package and Jessica had such extra la- layer of charm and so much more um, so much more going on and actually more jokes. It felt like and and funnier jokes. I just feel like there was a lot more there. um. so I think Candy probably Candy probably came in assuming she was going to storm through.
0: Yeah, I think so. And even how Jessica introduced Candy as the bulldog with too much blush, I thought was really clever. Like, you could see Candy stomp into the workroom on day one. My name's Candy Mears, I'm the bulldog with too much blush from season 13. I don't know why she's from the South, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's definitely like a catchphrase that a queen would make up for herself. Do you know what sort in of So way? Yeah, was yeah, great. yeah. So then they do this, like, break tease where Jimbo's like, oh, be careful, everyone. Joan Rivers is coming onto the stage and then they go cut to a break, which is to build tension, I guess, to make us think that Jimbo's going to bomb. And then, I mean, of course she didn't. Um, I mean, she could have, but like such like brilliant jokes in character as well makes it even more difficult. I think she did some of those um, reads that I think work really well in a roast where you're kind of reading two people at once. Like yeah. uh, Alexis is so or I can't remember who it was, I think it was maybe, like, yeah, Alexis is so full of shit that she makes RuPaul's diaper jealous. Like, you know, you're shooting two people at once there, which is great. And it's an old school drag reference.
1: She's a full of the toilets yeah. jealous, yeah. like so <laughs> good, but it's sublime. I thought it was excellent. Like to come out as Stone Rivers is a weird thing, weird choice or whatever. But like, I wasn't as worried as the show was trying to make me feel about it. I was like, I think it's probably fine. But, like, the jokes were also Joan rivers Like, it was really funny. Like, I mean, as if Joan, it was as if th- th- he was doing an impression of jokes that Joan Rivers had already done about these people. That's what I felt like. It was so convincing. So the impression was so good. And the tone of the jokes were so perfect. And I, there was so many. I know they probably gave Jimbo extra time or whatever in, the, in what we watched. But, like, there was just so many. And it was constant. And they were all funny. They were all funny. Like there's different types of comics and some of them are just joke, joke, joke. And there's always just a pleasure to behold. They're not telling us some big long story about this, that and the other. Everything, there's all sorts of comedy is allowed and fine and beautiful. But I think there's something so special when someone just has gag gag after gag after gag after gag. And he just absolutely stormed it, smashed it, as the lads would say.
0: Yes. 100% Now I did feel kind of weird When he When Jimbo brought up Melissa Joan River's daughter Which I know is like A big part of Joan's Act But I kind of was like You know Whatever agreement That Joan has with her daughter (laughs) <laughs> you know is fine i must be kind of jarring for her to see that but i'm sure melissa gets it i'm sure Melissa's totally fine with it i'm not saying it's problematic but i just when i when i heard him say that i was like oh okay interesting it was quite a long time
1: he spent on her though that's what i thought was a bit weird <laughs>
0: yeah, poor melissa. and it was kind <laughs> yeah, of yeah. like i
1: don't think joan rivers did jokes like my daughter's a big horse i don't, think, like, <laughs> I don't. say she like I, talk, I, talked about spending her money or she has no job or whatever that kind of thing but it was like i don't I think that was a bit much yeah i was like wow okay And they gave it so much time. I was like, all right, leave it. I always
0: thought Joan brought in Melissa to be able to make, you know, age-inappropriate jokes, like, be able to talk about what the young kids do, which Joan obviously can't as herself. Um, I thought... um, Candy's joke or the joke about Candy is proof that Hooked on Phonics doesn't work for everybody I thought that was a very clever joke which mm. I quite enjoyed um, Jessica when she saves her pussy Peter making complaint like it was just yeah it was all killer no filler really um, and yeah Jimbo goes on to take their fourth win which I think I mean this isn't anyone's fault but like when there's such a clear front runner it does take the excitement out of a season to a certain degree because like no one's gonna be able to win now other than Jimbo.
1: Yeah, and it's four is the number, isn't that how many um Alaska got, and that's how many Ben Lecrem got, wasn't it? Around those
0: Ben actually got five. So I I double checked this just to make sure. So Alaska Trinity Alaska and Trinity both won their season with four. But they that was in the seasons where two people won a week.
1: Oh yeah, that's true, yeah, yeah. So Jimbo's so two- won
0: four out of nine episodes, which is like unprecedented really.
1: I mean, I own. think Power 2, she is winning. It's not like yeah. it's a favoritism. She's winning. Like, that's just it.
0: 100%. You can't deny that she's, you know, and, and even the ones that she did win, I don't know if I if there's one that I think she didn't deserve either, do you know? So, I yeah. think she deserved them. She's
1: really has a confidence this season, though. I mean, this is the third time we've seen her, and I think this is the first time that she's kind of really settled in comfortable. Like we met Jimbo first, the first episode in Canada. And it, when she screamed up on that mountain thing, when they blew the wind on her, that was such an introduction as to who she is. And then she kind of faded away a bit then and her makeup wasn't good. Sure, it wasn't. Didn't she have to work on the makeup? She was kind of sloppy. And I think this time is the first time that she's like really in at the height of her power. She's kind of like confident and comfortable. And she probably I'd say the pressure's off for a little bit. She's like, I don't need to win. I still will benefit from being here. I don't need to really go for it. And I think that I feel like something like that has been a release for her and she's just killing it now because she has the kind of, she's relaxed and she's just like, I'm going to do do what I do. And she's doing it very authentically to herself, I think. And that works. People want that.
0: Yeah, I agree. There is an aspect of her that I feel is kind of missing though. And it was an aspect that kind of turned me off her, which was she has like a like a nasty, controversial, st- I'm not nasty, but like, she has, like, a drama-filled back, you know, side of her as well. I like, remember Rita Baga says something, like, quite innocuous to her. Like, I think my outfit looked better than yours. And Jimbo goes, yeah, well, your wig line's fucking awful or whatever. <laughs> she just oh, snaps yeah, out they of had nowhere. A big snap. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then in, in UK versus the world, she's very aloof and kind of like, you know... I just remember her not coming across very nice, even though her drag was very good. So, But this, it's it's all nice. It's the charm offensive we're getting. She's very friendly. Yeah. She's not delving into any drama. Like, I thought going into the season that Jimbo and Candy were going to, like, constantly clash. And they, you know, they get on, like, a house on fire. So, yeah, I wonder, is that a, a choice?
1: Okay, maybe, yeah. Maybe I'm fooled by this illusion. <laughs> <And> actually, <laughs> she's much more of a bitch.
0: Either way, um, it's working for her. It is absolutely working for her, but Jimbo didn't close the show. Um, Jackie Wood did, who is, for anyone who watched uh, Secret Celebrity Drag Race, is Tom Felicia's drag character. Um, and unfortunately, Tom had the toughest job of having to follow Jimbo, and I mean, I didn't write down one joke from them. It, was, it wasn't it
1: was great. Oh, I mean, leave it out. I felt <laughs> a bit um, indulgent of them, wasn't it? It was like, just have him as a guest judge, whatever. Or not in drag even. I don't know. I was just like, oh, it was a bit uncomfortable. Yeah, I just turned around. It it felt like an
0: unnecessary uh, opportunity to plug Secret Celebrity Drag Race. That is basically all it felt like.
1: Which no one should watch and no one should plug like also he had that bit of fringe in his uh, in his face that was like dying to be moved out of his face and it was hard to look at yeah <laughs> i was like rubbing my own head my own bald forehead here i was like trying to touch it
0: <laughs> to, yeah. when people have like a uh, toothpaste around their mouth or whatever and you're just like yes all exactly on your own yeah. face to try and yeah. get rid of it yeah that was it okay onto the runway category was snow bunny which i think was a f- weak category Overall, I don't think we got much greatness out of this. Uh, We're going to follow the order that's on drag.look. So first up is Jimbo in this, uh, like, icicle wig with these sort of long silver gloves and a gown made of these stripped cock feathers. Um, Actually, yeah, I quite like this. I thought this is a nice throwback to... The Canada Season 1 promo, which was all supposed to be like Queen of the North, Ice Queen thing. So I think it actually quite worked well for her. Um, Didn't love it, but I thought it was good.
1: It looks a bit like she is a very giant, decorated panty liner.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The chest is definitely giving panty liner.
1: I don't know much about those products, but from what I understand from the ads, and it's the color, you know, the fake blood, the blue blood. I don't know. Yeah, I'm into it though. I have to say, she look. I think it's a great look, and you'd be delighted if she came walking down at a show like looking like that. You'd be like, yes, yes, yes.
0: Then the slit at the leg, I feel, I feel like she takes away from it. I think I would have preferred if this was full body coverage rather than you can't just see her legs. Walking but
1: she can't. You. She doesn't really have giant boobs, so maybe she kind of needs something. She like the boobs aren't on display like normal, so she needs yeah, a bit of sluttery Yeah. Because she she loves to have the one of my favorite bits of Drag Race the last few years is on the English when they're uh, UK versus the world, when RuPaul asks Jimbo, she's like, "Are you going to wear a breastplate?" And Jimbo says, "I'm going to try it," which I just thought was so funny. (laughs) He says, "I hope I can work it." Um, So I love that she's so committed to giant boobs and doesn't care about the neck, but but that neck thing they have on to hide their breastplate or whatever. Um, But yeah, I think she probably just needed something different, something else, slutty. So the leg will have to do
0: because no she's concept or clownery or something this was kind of none of them it was kind of yeah. snow glamour but yeah it was good and uh, next up is alexis and michelle with this long like crushed velvet turquoise suit with its uh with like a uh like a scrunchy esque hood that led to a really long um kind of bobble hat taily thing and then she also has like a crushed velvet sports bag with her this is a totally different look for alexis it's not like old school glamour i really liked it it was my favorite on the runway tonight
1: i love that she has a bag i love that she has a giant bag and the hold all and i loved when she came on at the end and they're like take come back to the stage and she brought it on again i thought that was good yeah. <laughs> um i want her to just be i feel like she's trying to be loads of different things i like her being um older I see her as like an older woman from the 90s that's who I see Alexis as and I want her to just give into that and be that all the time when she was the detective or the, the lawyer in the thing the sketch a few weeks ago
0: oh, yeah district attorney I, yeah
1: yeah but she the look was so good then she didn't she didn't give older lady and I'm like I want I want her to just be an older lady and I like when she's Liza Minnelli it was so funny I think that's what I'm like you like older ladies like that's why I was um mrs kasha davis i love i actually love mrs kasha davis because i love a man dressed up as a lady as a drag queen i'm like i'm i'm I'll, i'm interested in all the stuff that they do now and all the rest of things but i also quite love a man dressed up as a lady um,
0: and i'm I love... interested in all the stuff they do now well you know it's all like this <laughs> look and mean. honey
1: she's referencing and it's like i'm like okay very good fashion yeah it looks like Moogler. very good <laughs> but i also like a man in a pair of high heels he doesn't fit in i love that as well yeah
0: I know, like, yeah, old dame is... is, is yes. Yeah. You know, like, I totally get it, but I understand, like, and if you go to, if you went to an Alexis Michelle show and she showed up like this, I could get why you're disappointed. But I think you have to show variety on the show yeah, to a certain yeah, degree. Yeah. And I think she did that here and I think it was successful. Um, yeah, like Jessica it. is next. This kind of felt, like, they almost complimented her for it looking like something you'd actually go skiing in. But I feel like you would lose marks for that normally. Like, I love her. I always want her to do well. But this felt off
1: the rack the the coat for me is wrong but i love the idea the coat the coat looks a bit cheap it looks a bit like a school play coat i thought but i love the idea of the i like quite like the bond girl simplicity of it mm-hmm. and also there was something about she just looks so it's like so convincing it's just like yeah that's like a sexy girl on the slopes it's like yeah fair yeah
0: yeah like she does she looks like a woman a sexy woman and yeah i guess there, there's definitely skill to that but I guess I'm used to being fashion. This is maybe a more old school literal interpretation of the challenge. A it's way. a bit
1: season two-ish. Yeah, maybe that's it. It's a bit like, yeah, just yeah, get it off the rack. But I still love it. I think she looks great. Maybe that's why I'm just confused because I'm like, yeah, she looks great.
0: I think Candy also gave us off the rack with her like silver bejeweled three piece bikini with this white fur jacket. Um You know, the legs don't match the chest because of the tights. And then she's wearing these like snow boot things. I know she leans into bikinis a lot, but this really wasn't it for me.
1: It's a boot for me too. I don't understand what's going on, what shape she wants to be. I don't understand any of it, the different colors. I hate the nude illusion things. I know this is tights, is what you're saying that's going on there. But you know, when they have, I hate nude illusion. I hate it. I'm like, that's so stupid. Looks ridiculous. We can all see that's a big lot of tights. Um, <laughs> I don't understand the point of it, but no, this one for me isn't. I was actually surprised. It feels like that she panicked, it's like or like, you know, in their on their own season. Sometimes when, on the usual season, it used to be the case that they would throw something together because they really didn't have enough stuff. It feels a bit like that. It's like that's what you've picked. Like, are you sure?
0: Yeah, you're right. It feels almost like the queens approached this look as if it was supposed to be used for a mini challenge or something, and they were like, "Oh, this yeah, a little bit, away. yeah." Yeah, so maybe that is that is the case. However, if we go over to the fame game looks, Kahana Montrese is up next. She is, like, she couldn't have wear this for a mini challenge. Like, this is, you know, Christmas decoration. It's, it's so ornate. It's shiny. Like, the way she does her makeup makes her totally look like a totally different person. It is, like, pop star girly.
1: Yeah, I like her makeup, but I think that I actually find the thing kind of boring. The outfit kind of boring. I feel like we've seen lots of them lots of this lots of times um i don't know a little boring for me too symmetrical or something looks like the same but i think you're right her makeup does look great and she looks does look like someone different
0: yeah totally different absolutely um James Mansfield is has a like tiara. She's definitely a snow queen. She has like a bustle made out of sort of white fur, which kind of looks like it's made out of snow. And then a long sort of flowing white gown with, with fur around the end. And then a kind of like a Damonte nude illusion. Uh, kind of upper mm-hmm. part breastplate thing. Um, like, you know, you could see this in a theatrical version of like snow white. Would you could you like some sort of yeah I think so. What are those
1: things called that are like half a like the structure of a dress?
0: I think it's a bustle.
1: Bustle. I'm not into them. <laughs> it shows what I know about <laughs> women's clothes. Mm, bustle. Don't Whatever like it those. is, I don't like it. Don't like those bustles. <laughs> yeah, I'm not mad on it. I think even if you look at her and um, the big long tiara, and then I'm like, your nails should be real long. She should have a I think giant nails to be like. I'm the ice queen going around doing ice things in the ice forest of ice.
0: Of ice, (laughs) ice things, not nice things, ice things. Um, Lopez is next. She is has this like headpiece on, which gives me Prince of Persia again. What a reference, fashion reference I have there. But yeah, it's like the sort of like scold, helplay. Oh, oh, sorry, head helmety thing. That comes down over her nose and around her eyes. And then the rest of the dress is in this kind of like sparkling silvery diamante fringe. Which kind of looks, she says, like snow or icicles. It moves very well on her when she walks. But when you see like a static photo, it it just kind of looks like it's only partially covering her body.
1: I like when she said, I'm freezing. I quite like that. But no, I mean, I'm not into this at all. I'm sorry, Elimination Lopez, isn't that what they call her?
0: Elimination <laughs> Lopez, that's it. I mean, I really think she's been giving in, in the fame game. One of my favorites, I would say. Um and I think this is better than maybe half the girls, but yeah, I don't know. Mixed references for me.
1: Yeah, not nothing there. Nothing. Nothing to write home about.
0: Lalari uh, gives us this ice blue gown that Has a tearaway skirt into just sort of like a a leotard with two off the shoulder straps and a white like kind of braided updo uh, and like a little kerchief as well around her neck and two like big hoops. I much preferred this when she kept the bottom half of the dress on. I don't think she like don't think she achieved anything by tearing it off.
1: I just quite love her and I forgive her everything she ever does. So I'm just like, (laughs) I love just how much she thinks everything she does. This is great. I just love that energy she has. So I'm like, dude, yeah, I love it. I just think, I don't know. I love Lollary. I was so pleased for her this whole season. I was sad she went home. I was happy to let go of Candy. Um, Mm -hmm, But I love that she came back from, she came back from the worst of the worst, like the worst outfit in Drag Race history is her. And I think that she came back. Yeah, look. This one isn't, I like the big gown part as well. And the leotard is a bit silly, but I still give her props. I love her. I just love her.
0: Yeah, that that blue on her skin is amazing. I like that she's kind of done. It's kind of like, like a black hair style, I think, like for her hair, which I think is a nice reimagining of like a Cinderella gown. It kind yeah. of gives me the, the brandy version of Cinderella. So I like the references. I just think she should have kept the dress on. Um, Monica Beverly Hills then gives us, I've, quite a literal interpretation I feel it's kind of like this, this like video vixen snow bunny with like a furry um, hood. She says it is in the trans colours and you would really have to look to see the trans colours because they're all like just off shades of white.
1: Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. I mean I, don't, I feel like I hope she's okay. They don't want to say anything a... about her. I hope she's alright. Oh, and I, keep I love well, her and Monica. she's such a queen and Keep at it and hope you're okay and getting all the
0: love and
1: support you clearly need.
0: Keep at it. Okay. (laughs) Darian Lake uh, comes out in a long flowing
1: silver... (laughs) (laughs) dress. What are you wearing? What are you thinking?
0: (laughs) Long flowing silver dress with like a teal fur jacket over it with clips in it. And then... A big old oh, there's stuff written on the thing on her head, is it her tombstone? oh, oh it's it a credit like a, card, oh, it's a credit card, oh right, okay, did she say that in her thing? I don't think so, um, yeah, right, well, a silver credit card on her head is it about cocaine, is it about snow is that is that oh, yeah, that's that that would
1: work if it was because people I understand use credit cards to do that, um like I don't, I don't. I just not sure what was going on there. Maybe if because it was in this what's it called Fame Games, it was just rushed through, and maybe she'd if it was on the real episode, she'd have more to say. But I just don't understand. It feels like she's done so well. She came back. She had her new body. She looks amazing. And then it was like, what's this? It felt like that horrible outfit she wore in her season. That was the stones were hanging down too low. It felt like that. I was oh like, yeah, I don't know what yeah, this yeah. is. I was like what I would- mean,
0: I didn't hate this. I quite enjoyed like. I quite enjoyed the palette of it. I think the silver and the teal goes well. Yeah, that's I true. Like and I love her hair, hair, hair like that. I love her with silvery yeah.
1: grey hair. I think that's great.
0: Um, It is a bit, you know, not form fitting, which, you know, is fine, I suppose. What I don't like is in one of these pictures, I think she comes out and like, the glasses are like hanging from the, the neck of her dress, which is real Nana vibes.
1: <laughs> like total Nana vibes. Has she got a tissue up her sleeve as well? Like, come on. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that really il- illum- like eliminates the, the fashion look for for me, having the glasses around her, her neck. Whereas someone who is, is you know, leading into the youthful look is Miss Kasha Davis, who is in, I don't know what you'd describe this, you know, it's like a little skirt and then a bralette and then like a, a bolero of white and yellow um, kind of fur with like a big red hair, updo, long pony and then space boot heel things. This is her giving her Ariana Grande fantasy. And I love it for Miss Casher Davis. I love it. She's in Baroque yellow. Oh, nice. Um, Thank you for the shades. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I like it. I mean, I like her. She seems to be just messing. The boots were silly, though. She should have worn something else. But she seems to be when you're watching, when I see these looks, she seems to have just gone. I'm just going to have fun in this thing. I'm, I'm glad to be back. I'm going to have fun. And I think she's following through on that every week. I and mean, that is fun as a man in his 50s dressed up like that it's ridiculous Um, so I think yeah I, I love her every every time if
0: what yeah, a bit, what a bit seen... much
1: for like a yellow for a piss in the snow joke though isn't it it's a lot oh yeah
0: it's a yellow snow joke isn't it? it's kind of is. like
1: that's a lot because you know I've done like you could have had yellow snow, snowballs and be like oh whatever something and then yeah
0: because in Jack out they served as ice cream cones
1: yeah that kind of thing but like there was no need for the whole the whole joke is about someone has pissed in the snow it's like okay right and and what about your outfit babes you don't know something now don't know.
0: spitball in here like if she was all in white and she revealed to like something smaller that was yellow and looked like she pissed in the snow i don't know something like that. yeah <laughs> there's a clever <laughs> yellow
1: snow joke you could have done yeah yeah, yeah yeah
0: um based on what you've seen so far all the seasons i oh, sorry all the episodes of the season if you were to cast your vote for the fame game who are you vote for
1: I don't see. I don't watch that every week. You know, I tend to move on with the weekend. Starting. <laughs> I have jobs to do. You know what I mean? I have to get the cows in a bit of shape on the house, that kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I suppose Naysha has had some nice ones, but they're a bit samey. So what's what's going to happen? Do I have to pick on who? The, I'm just going to pick my favorite. I'm actually, no, Lollary, no, even though she's just in it for one week, I'm yeah. picking Lollary. She's my favorite.
0: Okay. That's what I thought she'd say. Give her a prize. Okay, so uh, Jimbo wins. Alexis, Jessica, and Candy are thus in the bottom. Which, I mean, I know they normally do it this way, but, like, really separates Jimbo from the rest of the pack because now they're all in the bottom for, you know, another week, which Jimbo still has a boy at the bottom and has four wins, you know, so, like, really steams ahead. Um, the The producers... Like bend over backwards to try and get Jimbo this win. They're like stick on your old baloney monster costume. We'll we'll commission this out of they nowhere. Will, we'll
1: scream absolutely like they put on that song Freakazoid. Like D- had you heard this song before? No,
0: no, I've never heard of it. It was a I looked it up. It's like a group from the eighties. Uh, now apparently they did have a few hits. This is, like, not even their biggest hit, uh, Freakazoid. It's, like, hand-picked for a Jimbo lip-sync, I feel, to try to yeah. get him across, yeah. get, get him a win.
1: But then, that's what that's the game. We've been watching this for years now. We've seen how many hundred... We know, like, yeah, go ahead, let him win. I mean, it's a bit, it was a rude to Silky, I feel like. I was like, so rude to so, so she's like a lip sync and she's a real lip sync assassin. And like, I used to love the lip sync assassin part when it was a real lip sync assassin. Now it's like Nikki Dahl, Like,
0: yeah, I mean, one of the milkiest
1: no. drag queens ever, ever, ever in it. I mean, it's great that she's hosting in France. That's great. But like, she was not impactful on her own. Like, I mean, come on.
0: No, no, I totally agree. And Nigeria, I love Nigeria, not a lip-sing assassin either. So yeah, no, I think yeah, like, yeah. they really run out of people. Um, yeah, so Silky, you know, and Silky loves a gimmick. So like, they bring Silky out, don't let her have a gimmick, and then they let Jimbo throw baloney around the place and then cry laughing and let him, let him have the way. Like, they really could have just not played any music save himself the hell yeah 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 was jimbo even
1: lip-syncing and it was even soon like i don't, like, I don't so. i'm not don't sure he was I'm even sure. doing the words i don't know if there was but, that many words but it was so funny i did think he was so funny as well like chasing silky around like silky trying to do all her normal stuff and like whipping off her jacket or whatever and then jimbo just kind of attached to her i just think that it was really funny like you had like it was like he was... did win but the conditions were set up for him to win but i did think yeah. he won
0: and it was sort of visually striking, like, silky, like, a woman of colour in this, like, leopard print gown with these kind of, like, luminous sort of, you know, spiky shapes on it in this, like, technicolour. And then Jimbo's in, like, pure white and black running around <laughs> as yeah, well. Like, yeah. it, it actually looked at it visually stimulating as well. Um, so Jimbo wins and eliminates Alexis, and the queens had also voted to eliminate Alexis Candy, went back on her word, and chose Alexis over Jessica, which... I'm fine with because I don't care too much about Candy and I want Jessica to go to be in the final so yeah I'm
1: same ready. here same here I wanted Jessica to be in the final and I thought that was the right choice of Candy going like yeah I promised that but like no leave it yeah. <laughs> I was like at this point like <laughs> the closest you're going to get to Blue hydrangea descending home um the one whose name I forget. like Pangina. Pangina, yeah. It's the closest you're going to get to a bit of drama. and it's. Not, I don't think there'll even be drama next week about it when they sit down to talk. They don't care. They're here.
0: Well, that's the thing. Is someone going to go home next week?
1: How can someone go home from... Maybe they will. They've never done that before. Having two to the finale or whatever. Yeah, two to know. the
0: finale. And then let... So, for argument's sake, it's a makeover challenge. Candy's a makeover... Makeup artist... Let's say Candy wins next week, and it's Jimbo and Jessica in the bottom. Oh God, <laughs> I don't want that to happen. Me chooses- neither, yeah. <laughs> Candy chooses to eliminate Jessica. Then it's Candy and Jimbo as the top two. Jessica enters the Fame Games and wins. Like I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I don't
1: know. I hope no one goes home because I just think it's shitty either way. There's no real good outcome. I'm not a massive Candy fan, but I'm not. I don't hate her or anything. I think I want those two in the end. I want Jessica Wilde because I loved Jessica Wilde all those years ago. We still do. I love this drink. Like I've been doing that for many, many years um, and just love her. Um, so I want it. And I like Jimbo. I like Jimbo from the beginning as well. So I'm like, I want them both in it. And just like, don't bother sending anyone home. Sometimes you want them to do more stuff like that. You're like, send them home, double a limb. But actually this time I'm like, I don't know. It'll be interesting, though, if there is two left. That would be an interesting thing. Finale of two people sitting in that room, writing their speech or whatever they're going to get them to do. Like that would be interesting.
0: Unless they do it like Apprentice style, where the eliminated queens come back and they, you know, join a team. Yeah, that's (laughs) that's what I was
1: thinking of. Yeah, something like that. It was like
0: that would be actually fun. Like if there was if it was team. For argument's sake, we'll say Candy goes home next week. Jessica versus Jimbo, and you know, Jessica has to like choreograph a dance for all the other queens to do. Like you know, something like that could work.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be fun.
0: Shane Dambern, thank you so much for joining me this morning. Uh, do you have anything coming up that you'd like to hoop and holler about?
1: Yes, if anyone wants to look at my Instagram, I put all my dates in there and the link to oh, on nice. Instagram. So I'm in Cork on the 6th of July, I'm in Bray on the 13th of July, I'm in Dublin on the 20th of July. And these are all warm-up shows for Edinburgh, so I'll be uh, doing work in progress. It's very relaxed, it's chill, it's nice and a bit of crack.
0: But just don't go and shout, tell us a joke.
1: Well, if come and see and see how I react. So do try it. Funny wants to try it. Yeah, I'm mean, in as well. Draw it at some point in the nineteenth, I think nice. as well. So I'm all over the place.
0: Thank you as always for listening. We'll be back next week with the Makeover Challenge when we'll find out what the hell is going to happen with the format. Will there be two queens left? Will there be three queens left? I guess we'll have to wait and find out next week. Have a lovely week. I'll chat to you then. See you. Love you. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.